Hello, writers, and welcome back to the Well-Storied Podcast. Specifically, welcome to episode number 50 of the podcast. I cannot believe we have made it this far into doing this thing. That absolutely blows my mind. Sometimes it feels like we just got started with the podcast yesterday, and then other times I can really see how much more comfortable I've gotten in front of the microphone and just how much more relaxed I am when, when chatting with all of you guys. So it's really been just such a wild adventure, and I am so, so grateful to all of you for listening in, whether you were here since episode one or whether you just started listening in a couple days ago. Each and every one of you means the absolute world to me, so thank you so, so much for listening in and for celebrating episode number 50 with me. Today I have not quite a cold, but a little bit of a scratchy winter voice, so if this episode sounds a little bit different, I do apologize. Bear with me because I am very excited to share today's topic with you. Today I have written a new blog post for the Well-Storied blog, and I am translating it into, into audio for you here on the podcast, and that episode is called Finding the Novel Outlining Process That Works for You. I think this is such an important topic, and like I said, I'm very, very excited to share it with you. So let's get started. If you would like to read the transcript that goes along with today's episode, you can find that at well-droid.com outline. Finding the novel outlining process that works for you. There is nothing more nebulous than trying to produce a decent outline for your novel. With dozens of outlining methods to choose from, all of which seem to work well for some writers, but not for others, defining the outlining process that works best for you and your stories can be more than a little intimidating. How much detail do you need to include? Is outlining really necessary? Isn't there a better way? Writers, it's time to cut through the chaos and get down to business. Let's find the outlining method that works best for each of us in today's breakdown. Let's begin by talking about the key to creating a powerful outline. Outlines are tools authors create to help them write better first drafts. So when it comes to creating an outline that lends power and purpose to your drafting process, it helps to first understand what your drafting process is. If you have absolutely no idea what your personal, personal drafting process looks like, have no fear. We recently covered this topic both on the blog and here in the podcast, so if you would like to check that out, make sure to head on back to episode number 48. Catch that episode now before diving back into today's episode, and you should be golden. All set? It's worth reiterating that all drafting processes are unique. What works well for one writer may not work for another, and the same principle holds true for outlining. There is no right way to outline a novel, and no single outlining process is better than another. What matters most is that the outlining method you pursue helps you draft with clarity and confidence rather than leaving you feeling bored or fumbling around in the dark. Some writers may not even need an outline, preferring instead to work on what's called a draft zero, otherwise known as a discovery draft. Keep in mind, however, that the right outline for your creative process isn't simply defined by your outlook on outlines. Many writers dislike the actual outlining process, despite the fact that having an actual outline helps them write better first drafts. So rather than making rash decisions about outlining, consider the struggles you typically face when drafting a novel. Do you often get stuck in the messy middle or struggle to wrap up your plot? Do you find yourself frequently restarting your draft or growing bored with the story you're telling? Creating an outline can help you solve all of these issues and more, but not all outlines are created equal. We need to talk about four popular outlining methods. You see, there are many different ways to outline a novel. 
Keep in mind, we're not talking about the various story structures you can use to map out your story's major beats, or the many outlining styles and mediums you can employ, such as bullet point lists, the alphanumeric style, outlining software, etc. We're talking specifically about the many outlining methods you can utilize, which are mostly defined by the level of depth they encourage and the process by which they are created. Not sure what I mean? Here's a quick breakdown of four popular outlining methods frequently used by fiction writers. Method number one, the synopsis outline. Many writers find that creating a one to two page synopsis provides the perfect balance of structure and flexibility in an outline. A traditional synopsis includes all of a story's major beats, the hook, inciting incident, major plot points, midpoint, climactic sequence, and resolution, without going into so much depth as to make the drafting process seem clinical. If you crave the creative discovery of a draft zero, but know that writing without any sort of outline will only leave you lost or overwhelmed, utilizing a synopsis may just be the right choice for you. You can learn how to write a, synops a synopsis by visiting the link I've included in today's transcript. Episode number two, the in-depth outline. Need as much help as you can get when drafting? Don't be afraid to create an in-depth outline that summarizes each individual chapter or scene in your book. As someone who dislikes drafting and prefers to write the rough draft as quickly as possible, creating an in-depth outline has proven extremely helpful to me. And when I say in-depth, I mean in-depth. My most recent outline wrapped up at a whopping 10,460 words. Your own in-depth outline certainly doesn't need to be quite that long, but don't be afraid to really dig in. You can read more about my personal outlining process in the link I've included again in today's transcript, which you can find at well-straight.com outline. Outlining method number three, the snowflake method. Created by Randy Ingermanson, the Snowflake Method is an extremely popular outlining method that sees you expanding your story idea little by little, until you've created not only an outline of your story's plot, but gained a strong understanding of your characters, settings, themes, and more. I haven't personally given this method a try, as I've already discovered a method of outlining that works well with my creative process, but given how many writers enjoy this method, I absolutely think it should be considered. You can learn more in the link I've included in today's transcript. And finally, the bookend method. Are you fond of a lot of wiggle room when drafting? You may enjoy the bookend method, in which you bookend your novel by mapping out where you want your story to begin and end, while choosing to discover the journey from point A to point B in drafting. To use this method effectively, you'll need to have a strong understanding of the type of story you want to tell. Take time to define your story's premise, as discussed in well, as we'll discuss in a moment here, before getting started. With your premise defined, you should have enough information to map out your story's exposition and resolution, while still retaining the freedom to do a little discovery drafting in between. Think you've discovered an outlining method that may work well with your creative process? Don't dive in just yet. First, it's time to discuss a few tips and tricks that can help you make the most of your outlining experience. Tips for outlining your novel. Outlining shouldn't be the first step you take toward pre-writing your novel. Discovering and defining the following elements before getting started can help you take the overwhelming process of figuring out your story's plot and turn it into yet another purposeful, powerful process. Baby steps, right writers? Tip number one, develop your premise. 
A story's premise is typically a single paragraph that answers the following core questions. Who is the protagonist? What is their goal? How do they plan to achieve their goal? What disaster will throw your protagonist off balance? Who or what will oppose them? And what is the core conflict? Defining the answers to these questions before outlining can help you map out a strong understanding of what steps your protagonist and antagonist will take, thus making the process of defining your story's plot points a lot simpler. Need an example? Here's the premise for my current work in progress, Lady Legacy. With her medical training complete, ambitious healer Cleana Gotrick sets out to become a world-renowned physician by earning a commission at royal court. But when her first prominent patient dies mysteriously within her care, Cleana must salvage her legacy by mending the heart of a grief-stricken prince, quelling the suspicions of his superstitious companion, and finding the cure to a strange and deadly power taking root within her. Using this premise, I can easily map out the steps Cleana will take to achieve her goal how the core conflicts will affect the story's internal and external plots, and how the antagonist will work to undermine Kleena's fight to achieve her legacy. Tip number two, find the right framework and structure. With your premise mapped out, it's time to consider how you will frame your story. Is it a story best told in a single, single linear point of view, or would a different framework better enable your story to unfold? If you have a clear framework in mind, you can then search for the story structure that will best help you map out your story's major beats. Examples of popular structures include the three-act story structure, the hero's journey, the Fichtean curve, and in media res. Working with a story structure allows you to create a sense, a strong sense of pacing and to develop powerful storytelling beats that will give your story a sense of masterful plotting. So don't skip out on this step. I included a lot of helpful links to articles in today's episode description concerning story frameworks and structures, so make sure to check those out. And I think I said episode descriptions, but by that I mean epi the episode transcript, so check that out at well-storied.com outline. And finally, tip number three, define your characters. You see, character drives plot. That doesn't mean all plots are character-driven, many do indeed focus on an external journey far more than an internal one, but it's your character's actions that will define where your plot heads next, and you can't very well know what actions your characters will take if you don't first know your characters. Before outlining your story, I recommend getting to know as much about your story's main characters as you can, including the protagonist, antagonist, and any major secondary characters. If any character affects your plot in a prominent way, take the time to first understand who they are. I've included some helpful resources for you again in today's episode transcript at well-droid.com outline. That includes two blog post articles called 33 Ways to Write Better Characters and How to Define Your Character's Unique Voice, as well as a free video lesson on crafting well-developed characters and a workbook called Crafting Incredible Characters, so make sure to head on over and check those out. Once you've outlined these three elements, you're ready to write. Your outline, that is. Unless, of course, you're a discovery writer who finds that outlines only serve to weigh you down. Remember, there is no right way to write a novel. No right way to outline, to draft, to edit, or to build a writing career. At the end of the day, do what's best for your stories and your creative process. It may take some time and a little exploration to discover what works best for you, but I promise it will be worth the trouble when you find your writing groove. So go forth and conquer your next outline, writer. I'll be right here to cheer you on.
Writers, I hope you enjoyed today's foray into the wonderful world of outlining. I can say from experience that there's truly nothing better than crafting an outline that serves as a powerful drafting tool. I have found outlines to be absolutely so wonderfully helpful in my own creative process, so I do hope that you'll do a little exploration and find the one that works best for you. If you enjoyed today's breakdown, it would mean a lot to me if you could um, give this episode a like or leave a rating or review, depending on where you're listening in from. Any sort of um, good word you can put out there about the podcast really goes a long way towards helping it grow and reach new writers, so I really, really appreciate that. And if you have an extra bit of cash to spare and you would like to throw that behind a creator or a website that you're really enjoying, and if Well Storied happens to be that place for you, I would absolutely love for you to come be a part of my Patreon family. If you don't know, Patreon is simply a way for people who enjoy certain creators and artists to kind of put their money behind those creators and artists by pledging a small monthly amount um, that goes directly to those artists each month. And so if you're enjoying Well Storied and would like to get involved in this way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash wellstoried and begin supporting all that I create for the podcast for as little as just $1 a month. I also post exclusive kind of behind the scenes peeks at my writing and, and what I do at Well Storied for my patrons. So you can make sure to check those out as well. Writers, again, just thank you so much for being with me on this journey. I cannot believe, like I said, that we have gotten to episode number 50 of the podcast. That absolutely blows my mind. Thank you all so much for listening in, for supporting the podcast, and for making it this far with me. I cannot wait to do another 50 episodes with you all and onward. So thank you all so much for listening in. Have a wonderful week. Do lots of good writing, and I will see you next time. Bye!